0: Welcome back to Jeff Needs Sports, everybody. I got another one of my, uh, we call them like a pickup game uh, podcast uh, podcast, uh, where another contributor comes and helps me out. So this week I got a a TikTok legend, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, new to the podcast world, but she's taking it by storm, Uh, Iowa fanatic uh, Lucy Roden on the show. Um, Thanks for coming on, Lucy. It's great to have you.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I was more excited before... before, I was game. I canceled today. We're going to touch that. that. Might even make our obnoxious uh, coaches segment too. So uh, <laughs> I'm not being rude here, everybody. We just, you know how this world works. I want to make sure that everybody can see the post here. Um, I apologize, but it's how we uh, make the donuts, right? So to say.
1: <laughs> oh, I totally get it.
0: So, uh, so yeah, 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 sincerely. Um, so real quick, I want to say like, I I somehow discovered you on TikTok, you know, you, you jumped on the page doing your, um. you know, it was probably one of the big 10 things. I'm sure that I don't know how those algorithms work. I would guess that that's how it popped up. Really cool stuff you're doing on there. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, out of nowhere, you know, you start a podcast. So how's it, how's it going?
1: Uh, so far, so good. It took me a while to get the hang of it. My first episode was definitely a little rough. I got through recording it and I was like, oh, that's terrible. I'm just going to redo the whole thing because like, that's the type of person I am. So I'm in the middle of it. I'm rolling. And then my little brother starts mowing the lawn. And so my all my audio is ruined. Like, I was like, you could it was you couldn't hear me at all you could just hear the lawnmower and i was like great so now we have a system my brother knows when i'm recording so i'm starting to get the podcast you know the hang of things a little bit better
0: yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I can't believe, like, I believe Sunday was like episode 11 already. I'm like, I don't even understand. But um, yeah, you're, you're, so anybody who doesn't know Lucy from my end, like she's kind of a go-to, uh, a Big Ten enthusiast. Uh, you, you went to Iowa, correct? Graduated mm-hmm. Iowa recently. Yep. Um, b- big Hawkeyes fan. So, um, you know, we'll, let's real quick, let's just touch on it. The game got canceled today. Uh, let's just yep. get your thoughts.
1: Obviously it was disappointing. Uh first and I mean it was disappointing to begin with. When Iowa fans found out we were playing Michigan, we were upset. Nobody wanted we did not want to play Michigan. Who wants to play Michigan? Um and so we were already upset by that and then when we got the announcement though, we knew. We knew that there were huge COVID numbers in that program. Like we're upset cuz one we should have been playing Indiana and two we knew this game wasn't going to happen, and so today when we got the news, it was not shocking to any of us at all. But obviously, it sucks because Iowa is, you know, one of the hottest teams in the Big Ten in the country right now. We wanted to keep playing.
0: Yeah, and honestly, it's you've touched on it so many times. Like I don't know how many. I not to bring up, you know, bad memories, but I don't know how many times. I know what you're about talking. to talk about. It. I know you brought oh, it's coming a game, and I, w- I watch Iowa, and I'm like. Honestly, that's the team that deserves to be there this weekend. If we're being, you know, for being, they they have looked great for what five or six weeks now. um It's it's a shame. I, I don't know what happened in those first couple of weeks. It's I'm as surprised as you. And every time you said, it, I'm like, I'm like, you know, man, I don't want to. I'm not sure. Sh- I shouldn't say I don't want to play them. It's easy to be an Ohio State fan. And you you would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just they're pretty good. But um, as far as like your choices, like I was not my first choice. That's a they really had a night. Nice, they really had a good season. So I, I assume that there's going to be a, they're not trying to do anything next week. Right. Do you know anything about that?
1: Uh, well, Iowa fans are campaigning for games this week. We're trying to get Georgia and oh. Colorado on the schedule, but great. I mean,
0: Georgia, I was a great game.
1: Oh, You're- that would be fantastic. I saw this one theory that was like, why don't we just get, you know, like a Georgia this weekend and then, you know, opt out of the bowl, let our players go home for Christmas. And I was like, I'm fine with that. But honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't think we'll get a game this weekend. I wish we would. I really do. If we could play Georgia this weekend, that'd be awesome. If we played in Athens, I'd drive to Athens for that game.
0: Well, to to be honest, like until that ball kicks off, you know, at noon Saturday, I'm not comfortable about this weekend either. And that's, you know, it's it's, a lot of it's real. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Michigan. I took it really easy on them this week. And then of course they come out Sunday and they're like, oh, we had a great practice today. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 24 hours after you so that one you know i felt bad because like for the one time i take it easy on them creeps and then they do that to me so whatever so um i've got a lot of osu fans on here i do i do an ohio state weekly show and things what the week before last got a little crazy when they they changed the the role that was six weeks old or whatever. And they let, they let Ohio state go to the big 10 championship game because Michigan canceled. How did you feel about it as a, I mean, you're, you're entrenched in the big 10 fandom. like, how did that go over with Iowa?
1: I don't, Iowa fans, I'd say it's 50, 50, 50% didn't care. 50% were mad. Um, I, didn't care like I don't I don't know why you would be angry over that don't you want the best team playing in the conference title game like isn't that the entire point point? and then so you have the best team playing the conference title game but the issue is that it's a made-up rule a rule that showed up you know six weeks ago like you said like why are we getting mad over a made-up rule for a conference that literally has changed the rules like 52 times this year like who cares? You won Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game because they're the best team there, and you also won them there because you want them in the playoff. Because guess what? We're gonna get a crap ton of money. Iowa is from Ohio State being there. Why? Why? Why are we mad?
0: Yeah, thank you for saying. that. I brought that up on my show this week, and uh, I went down the list of like. And I'm not saying any like that anybody in the Big Ten should be indebted to Ohio State. I don't mean that. I'm just saying the facts are that Ohio State's been to like uh, basically New Year's six games. They've been to like. 13 out of 14 years. Like, that's a lot of money to the conference. Going to the playoffs is $6 million. That conference splits up. Like, if we don't, if we're going to act like college football is not about the money, then we're, yeah, I, I don't know where we can have that conversation. And, would you agree? Ohio State didn't have to win last weekend. They just had to play. I think that changes. Yeah. It,
1: they literally could have lost that game, which would have never happened. Like <laughs> that just wouldn't have Thank happened. You. Michigan is so bad, but they could have lost and they still would have made it. People were just mad because they have this whole connotation that the Big Ten loves Ohio State more. And maybe they do. So what? Ohio State brings in all the money. They do. I'm not mad that I'm in a conference with Ohio State. It helps me out.
0: Well, well, that and when there's a bit, you know, when there's, a, I mean, Iowa and Ohio State, I mean, you guys, you know, just a couple of years ago nailed Ohio State. And that, Heck yeah, we did. Yeah, and it, I mean, that was not a great day. I was actually in Vegas. So, like, my, my one Hawkeye story is, as a you know, as a fan, you can kind of tell how games are going sometimes. And I'm watching that game where we were sitting in, you know, I don't know, probably started at 9 a.m., you know, that time but uh, anyway so i can just tell how it's going so i put like not a lot of money but like more money than i would normally bet on iowa because i'm like if i gotta watch this i'm getting paid for it so it paid for dinner that night so <laughs> it took some of the sting out of it i don't know if that makes up me i'm a degenerate or whatever but it definitely took some of the sting out of it but yeah i mean when there's a big big time i mean penn state loves you know when a high state comes in they can have the night game and do the whiteout stuff and you know whatever so um I don't. Know. So, Bay, I was. The next question was, I was going to say you already covered it. I was going to ask you if Iowa got screwed on the Big Ten championship schedule with, but they, they They, they not only got screwed, then they, you know, what I mean, and they then it got canceled. So, like, I don't know. That was a, that was a tough blow for a good team. I mean, I was, I was a good team.
1: And I think Indiana would have wanted to play Iowa over Purdue, anyways. Like, yeah, but- I know it's a rivalry or whatnot, but. Indiana and Iowa both had a lot to gain by playing each other. Obviously, that can't happen. Indiana's game with Purdue got canceled, but it was because of cases on both sides, so we can't make it up there. But, you know, I I just... It's just another instance of the Big Ten just kind of screwing things over, which is they're really, so good at this point. They're the, so good at it.
0: The whole season, I mean, it was crazy. But you brought up a great point on your show that that really takes like if we're if for nothing else, it honestly ta- it takes money and it takes a better game out of Iowa's pocket because if they beat Indiana, they might they're going to get a better. Bowl game, whatever those are going to look like this year, we don't know. But still, that was a great point that I hadn't even thought of. So that's, that was not cool. So, uh, not to make this an Iowa podcast. I mean, but I just, that those are real feelings I had about yeah. this year. Yeah. And course. it would
1: have been the same for Indiana, too. Like if they yep. played Iowa and won, I, it would have help their bowl case, you know, exponentially.
0: Well, I mean, just in theory, if Indiana beats Iowa and, and Ohio State loses to Northwestern, Indiana jumps to the top, you know, they're not going to go to the playoffs, but they're going to get that New Year's Six game that, you know that's that's just that's a big deal, and that's uh I don't know as far as recruiting and everything. So I I think they kind of blew that. So we will move on to the uh, Big Ten championship game, and I just want to kind of get your not necessarily prediction, but like just what's your 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 thoughts on the game. I know how much you love Northwestern. Like basically, <laughs> you're a Northwestern <laughs> uh, um, th- enthusiast. So uh, so what do you think about the game Saturday?
1: You know Northwestern. We thought they were good because we thought Wisconsin was good. Wisconsin is not good. Northwestern is not good. Somehow Northwestern beat Iowa. We know how somehow it was it was terrible play calling, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Ohio State is infinitely better. You know, the big. It's such a weird year for the Big Ten because Northwestern is not the best team in the West. They are not the best team in the West. Iowa is the best team in the West. I think. Yeah, Ohio State would have been a much better game. But at this point, I think it's it's going to be smooth sailing. If Michigan State can do it, anybody <laughs> could do it. You know, Ohio State could do it with every player with one eye closed if Michigan State can do it. Like, it just – it's not going to – I'm disappointed. It's going to be kind of lame.
0: That's what I tell people. It's like I'm not – when they want me to predict it or talk about it, I'm like, well, here's the thing. When you go down to like uh, – you know, they talk about like Northwestern, they're a running team. Well, Ohio State averages more rushing yards. And they average more passing yards, and I mean every stat that you can possibly think of. And it's not all about stats. I I know Northwestern will tackle well, and they'll. It might be frustrating. I was there a couple of years ago when Northwestern gave you know Dwayne Haskins and them all the all they wanted, but um, I just don't I, I don't see it. If Northwestern blows out Illinois and scores twenty eight, if I you know, High State accidentally scores twenty eight, I'm not saying that <laughs> as a but I'm saying it's just the truth. I mean, you probably you know, I mean, you oh seen- for sure. So yeah, so um, you know, I just that—that's kind of how I see it too. So since we're since we're uh, we think that they're the champs of the Big Ten, we'll move on to the other championship games around the country. So uh, we'll start with the uh, ACC. Thoughts on Notre Dame, Clemson?
1: Well, I'm excited for this game. I think Clemson's going to win. I originally, after Notre Dame beat Clemson, I thought, oh, my God, the next time these two teams play, Clemson is going to just (laughs) blow them out of the water. They're going to destroy them. I'm not as confident in that now just because I think Notre Dame looks good. You know, they struggled a little bit against Syracuse, which is obviously alarming. I think their defense looks really good. But I just think Clemson is more talented. Trevor Lawrence is playing. And that's, like, honestly, I could have just said Trevor Lawrence is playing, and that's all you need to know. I think Clemson wins this game.
0: I do too. I mean, and I think that Notre Dame is better than I thought they were, especially when they played the first. I think Notre Dame's got a little better every week. I mean, if you want to put them in similar to what you've watched Iowa do, like they're not the same team, even as week one, they didn't take, you know, a bad loss or anything which what's helped them out and now they're a really good team but man when clemson turns it on like is, he's a he's a special quarterback i think clemson wins and then it's then it's going to be a mess uh you know the the college football selection show is just is going to be an absolute mess after that so um how about the sec we got uh <laughs> alabama and florida we think <laughs> uh i i don't know the game changed on a. I don't want. I don't want to. It's easier. It's easier for you to talk about the play because you're closer to uh, Wilson's age. You brought that up. That um, he's got to know better as an older guy. Like I don't want to make fun of a kid, but man, the shoe. Uh,
1: Florida's head coach said like it was just a defensive play. He said it was just a defensive (laughs) play or something like that. It was like uh, it was just an honest thing to do, and I was like, I. No, like I don't know what else to say to that. Like, no, there is no excuse for what happened because, like, literally, Florida season it came down to a senior, a senior on their team, chucking a shill, just twenty yards too. Like, we we learned the distance, which I think is phenomenal. You know, the refs announced it that he threw yeah.
0: the shoe twenty yards. That was the funniest part. <laughs> it was awesome. He he gave like you could tell that ref was so like upset or what like however he felt he felt a certain way about that because he made sure to say 20 yards but like what well, I was wondering I'm like wait a minute if it was 10 is it not a penalty like it sounded like <laughs> like he justified it like he's like no, it was 20 yards like before you come at me like he wasn't throwing it to the sidelines yeah and of course you know Mullins what a numbnut, nut you know the first first of all, the first thing he has to do is make up an excuse. And the second, he has to bring up Ohio State, who had nothing to do with that game whatsoever. That was weird. Ohio
1: State's everyone's scapegoat this year because it's so easy to be like, well, Ohio State's not playing games.
0: Yeah, well. It's like, I,
1: well, Ohio State's not throwing shoes. Like,
0: Yeah, and I can tell anybody who doesn't know, um, as an Ohio State fan, we're not that happy that they're not playing games. We would rather – like it's mm-hmm. – or Saturdays where – you know, that, that's your whole weekend. It's uh, a, those are crushing blows, but uh, there we go real quick from uh, one of my other off the ball guys. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like he's, you think, I don't know, Jelani, Jelani's is a Florida fan, so we'll see, but uh, it's yeah. tough to gonna... defend. So, I'm sorry
1: that you're a Florida fan. That's gotta be brutal <laughs> to like, no, that's what basically ruined your season. Or,
0: he's also an Atlanta Falcons fan. So he's, uh, he's out, he's had a tough go of it, but uh, so, so as far as the outcome of the game, Quick prediction on the SEC championship.
1: It's not going to be close. Florida's got nothing to play for, and even if they did have something to play for, Alabama is infinitely better, and Florida's defense is not that good.
0: Yeah, I think Alabama might be better than everyone. I I agree. I I think they might be really – Now, I know that obviously like Clemson has – I would never count out Clemson in that game. I don't think we've seen enough of Ohio State to have any idea what they can do against one of Mm -hmm. these teams. I hope we get to find out. I think I hope we get to find out. I'm not (laughs) sure. Uh, those are sometimes those can be tough. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think Alabama wins big. Uh, so let's talk about your favorite conference, um, the Big 12. <laughs> um, I know you've probably spent all breaking this down. You're probably into the next-gen stats and everything. But uh, you got Iowa State, Oklahoma. I think I, – I assume that Iowa State's your second favorite team, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Me and Iowa State go way back. Um, I, I, I'm not welcome in Ames. Let's I just say I, that.
0: I believe I recently saw the, uh, I think you reposted the the historic video. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. They don't like me there.
0: I I don't Uh, think so. I don't think so.
1: It's fine. It's really not that nice of a place. I don't want to go back anyways. uh, Trust me. My life is much better not in Ames, Iowa than it ever would be in there. Uh, But I don't normally do this, but I have nice things to say about Iowa State. They're great this year. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what else to say, you know, this is the best year that Iowa State football has had, I would say, you know, in the history of Iowa State football. I think Matt Bible. Campbell, yeah, <laughs> it's their history is terrible. So it's not hard to be great, but nonetheless, they did it. Um, you know, Brees Hall's phenomenal that he's a Heisman candidate for a reason. Uh, I think Matt Campbell's a great coach. I think their defense looks solid. But the thing is, it is hard to trust Iowa State in any big time scenario. Yeah, that's just Iowa State football. I think they're better than Oklahoma. I think they're the best team in the big 12 and I'll think, I think they'll win this game, but I would not be surprised if they lost just because one, it's tough to beat a team twice and Oklahoma's rolling. I think they finally, you know, Spencer Radler's finally starting to look really good at quarterback. I feel like Oklahoma has a better idea of what they were doing compared to earlier in the season when they played Ohio, Iowa state, excuse me. And they didn't look very good, but I think Iowa state's the best team in the big 12. I really do and, you know, props to them for having a great season. Who knows if they would have beat Iowa, though? We can't yeah. say. We can't say.
0: Right. Yeah, two weeks ago, I, I thought that they were kind of a, you know, for a cheesy term, a pretender. But then after the last couple of weeks, I'm like, I thought, you know, two weeks ago, if you'd asked me, I was like, oh, no, Oklahoma's going to – I actually had Oklahoma with an outside chance to go to the playoffs. I do playoff rankings every week for the website. And I'm like, I think Oklahoma's got this weird chance, you know. And then I watched Iowa State a little bit, and I'm like, no, I don't – I think I agree with you. I don't know um, if I think they'll win for I don't know maybe it's just because it's the helmet like when I look at Iowa State I'm like now nah, <laughs> but if you look at the teams on the field like I always say if you switch uniforms I would pick Iowa State so um yeah it was uh, I bet I was more impressed than I, I thought I was going to be with them so um saying that then um of course uh oh do you have any thought like what do you feel about like so Cincinnati and Tulsa play um how do you feel about the non-power five like is any chance or is it just one of those like they didn't get they didn't have to play anybody what just what are your thoughts on the non-Power 5 team?
1: Like, just like making it to the playoff?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, like they, quote-unquote, deserve that shot.
1: I think the 4-team playoff system was designed to exclude the group of 5 schools. I think that was the intention. I don't think it was directly an intention of it, but, you know, that's a product of it. It's not – There are. there's just never going to be – a group of five school in a four-team playoff. It's just not going to happen. I don't care what happens. I don't care the circumstances of a year. An undefeated MAC team will never compete with a one-loss SEC team. That will just never happen. And so I think that if the group of five ever has a shot at getting to the playoff, it's going to come from the playoff expanding. But even when the playoff expands, I think it's going to be tough if the playoff expands for group of five schools to get in, which sucks, because I think it would be fun to have a group of five school in there once in a while, shake things up
0: who wouldn't want to see Coast or Cincinnati get a shot this year at, you know, just whatever, you know, at least, at least we could see it. And then if not, then now like the one year, I, I cannot remember who it was. If somebody brought it up today, like a few years ago, they let a, you know, like um, uh, probably Boise state they let them in, you know, the Fiesta board whatever, but then they made them play another non-power five school. And it was like, you know, it, it just things like that. But, and then the rich have only got richer since the playoffs have started. Like if you, if you look at it, you know high state clemson alabama uh, teams like that have all just their recruiting's gotten better since it went mm-hmm. to the playoff format cuz these kids are like you know it's a it's a pipeline you know so i think it's made it the i think it's made it worse um, honestly it, it's easy for me once again but man it really really makes it hard to crack that top 4 uh so, but uh yeah so speaking of top 4 uh you know we we're, we're getting close we're going to we're going to um we're going to uh, pin you down here. Um, college football playoff predictions. Who is the final four going to be?
1: Well, it's going to be a shocker, obviously. Um, just like you said, it's going to be the same, you know, four teams it is every year, some in Notre Dame. Um, so I have Alabama, obviously, Clemson, Ohio State, and then I have Notre Dame, but I think that depends on the way Clemson and Notre Dame's game goes. If Clemson blows them out of the water, Maybe not. Maybe sub Texas a m in there. Even though I don't really like Texas A&M, I'm not sold on that team at all. And I think that you know they they're kind of in the Ohio State situation where they haven't played a lot of games, but I don't think they've been convincing in the games they've played. So I think that Notre Dame will keep it close enough against Clemson to make it into the playoff, even with a loss to Clemson.
0: Yeah, I mean, not to not to piggyback on, I feel the exact same way. I think that. That's the one thing I said about Notre Dame the other night. As soon as Florida, as soon as the, the, the miraculous <laughs> field goal went in. One of the best field goals I've ever seen in college football, by the way. Kudos to that kid. Um, in the swamp, in the fog, a 57-yarder. Incredible. But as soon as that went through, Notre Dame got a free pass. Um, I think. If they can, if they can just keep it close. Um, and and then I don't think that Clemson has a I don't think they have any motivation to try and blow Notre Dame out. I think if they're winning the game, I don't think they go for an extra touchdown or whatever. You know, what do they care if the team they're beating stays in and and they can keep, you know, another oddity out or whatever. So, yeah, I don't think there's as many teams eligible for the playoffs as there was. It would take some sort of crazy, you know, blowouts or or bad losses or whatever. But I just don't. Even if, say, Ohio State loses, I mean, it just puts A&M in. Yeah no problem putting two sec teams in there so once again that's what we talked about you go through all this but it's just down to like five teams maybe six um kind of anti especially in 2020 like come on give us give us a tournament who cares uh, at this point
1: this is the year to do it there are no
0: rules right right so um so we got your four who wins
1: alabama I, yes. it's tough to bet against Alabama and I just think the way Mac Jones is playing is Ooh. so phenomenal. Like you can't bet against Nick Saban and if Mac Jones continues to do what he's doing, I don't see anybody beating Alabama, not even Clemson.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either. And you no, know, I, I mean, that honestly, I don't see how Ohio state, I don't know what they do to beat Alabama. Um, I don't see, I don't see how you slow Mac Jones, Devonte Smith. I mean, the guy, I mean, it's, he's incredible. He ought to be in the pros as we speak. Um, I, yeah, I think I think the same thing. But yeah, you know, it kind of stinks that that's what we're looking at. We're looking at Alabama again. I mean, what is this? I don't even know four out of five playoffs or whatever. So it's it's it is what it is. And the bowl games are going to be a little disappointing. I mean, with no fans and everything, it's kind of weird. I mean, I understand it, but it's not it's not the same. So I uh, I don't know. Maybe something will shake it up. Who knows? Florida knocks off Alabama. Alabama <laughs> probably still gets in. Uh, oh, for I, sure they still get in. You know, Alabama's in. I think Alabama and Notre Dame can just have to like. Not, I think they have to get off the bus. Yeah. And a really good chance of making the playoffs. So I agree with that. All right, so Must be I, nice. I, I had I had a bonus question for you because um, I know uh, I know how much you just love college football coaches and um, you know kind of revere them and respect them because <laughs> because they're all rational human beings. So uh, I thought we would just talk about some of the most. Uh, I don't like to pick on kids. I thought about talking about obnoxious players over the past, but I was like, nah, that's not right. So, uh, I went with the obnoxious coaches. So, just let's just talk about some your more your most obnoxious coaches um, in, in your viewing days.
1: Well, I think everyone who follows me or knows me, even the, in the slightest knows how much I hate Scott Frost. I, I hate him. Scott Frost so freaking much. How could, I, I have zero respect for the dude. I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's a loser. Like, I, I hate him. I really, I could go on for days about how much I dislike Scott Frost.
0: You no, know, I love, I've grown to love the, uh, the, the Lucy versus Scott Frost. <laughs> I mean, every week. I can't wait for my Scott, Frost. but you're not wrong though. Like it's, he's always got an excuse after the game. And I didn't know really. Cause uh, what, you know, I don't pay any attention to Nebraska. You know what I mean? They come and go every year. You don't um, want to. I, yeah. I did not realize like the, the excuses. And I mean, I'm sorry, but the, the probably one of the best moments of the year is when they bring up the uh, coaches clapping to, to Kirk and he's, he just had it. Like he, he had just had it with the one of the great moments of the year. And
1: Kirk is always very level-headed. You know, he he never wants to stir the pot or anything. But when Kirk Ferentz has had enough, that's when you know, like you've reached a point of no return. All Scott Frost does is whine and complain. Every week it's something new. This week it was the media timeouts. What what, what? two weeks ago it was clapping. Last year it was hoodies. You know, it's I Mike pre- Riley. It's rec- it's never Scott Frost. Never
0: yeah like so this year mine has be- was has become Dan Mullins down at Florida um that dude what a wanker um after every game, it's somebody else's fault like when he brought Ohio State into a-, vi- a loss at lSU I'm like, what are you even talking about, dude? um you know Brian Kelly's on there i real i just something about the dude irks me um a lot of things about the dude irks me i i, I don't i think he though I think the difference is he's a pretty good coach. Dan, we don't really know mm-hmm. how good he is. Uh, I was gonna put Harbaugh on the list, but I'm not sure he's a coach anymore. Um,
1: looks like he will be. It looks like he will. He's still gonna be coach, which whatever. I, do what you want to do, yeah.
0: they're going to let, life. They're gonna let him finish out the contract. I'm like, you know, I mean, high state fans love him. Um, I can't I, I can't stand the guy <laughs> personally. But um for sure. So, but real quick, you know, we're talking about coaches though, and I don't, I I don't talk to a lot of Iowa fans. There just doesn't happen to be a lot around here. But, um, how do, how does that area, that school, all of you fans feel about Kirk Ferentz? That's a guy that like we're constantly hearing about for the last, I mean, what, what are we up to now? We're over 20 years with him, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's Get, been there as long as I've been alive.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, he's, but he's, he's always steady. He's had some really great years. He's had some almost years. I mean, is he like, I mean, is he just straight-up legend around there, no questions asked, you hope he stays forever, that kind of guy?
1: Yeah, he's definitely a legend in Iowa. You know, I don't think – You know, and it's, Iowa is a very unique school where we've had Kirk Ferentz there for 20 years. And then before that, we had Hayden Fry who was there for multiple decades as well. You know, Iowa doesn't go through coaches, you know, there were more coaches, you know, you'll see schools that have more coaches in five years than Iowa's had the last 40 years. Um, And so, you know, we consider ourselves very lucky to have, you know, landed Kirk Ferentz. He is, he's consistent and, you know, obviously we want to see Iowa in playoff conversations and national title conversations, but looking at the Iowa program consistently nine, 10 wins every season, every once in a while we'll have an unbelievable season like the Rose Bowl, And very rarely do we have a dud season. You know, okay. Iowa is a, is probably one of the most consistent programs in college football. And oh, it's God, because no. of Kirk's it's because of Kirk Ferentz and he cannot be loved more in Iowa city.
0: Yeah. That's what I figured. Like he's, he's, I mean, honestly, he's one of the coaches that we're like, you know, we're just because like, every time we're like, you, we never know what we have when we play Iowa. And we talked about it a couple of years ago, like they'll, you know, they'll jump up and bite us. Um, and it, so to me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Kirk Ferentz, like he's still there. <laughs> but I, that's a matter of respect, you, you know what I'm saying? So uh, and then I've actually kind of grown to like him this year, like some of the stuff about Frost and just he's changed a little bit. You know, the way he handled like the situation last year, I personally was like, OK, OK, this is cool. So I've kind of I've, he's kind of grown on me, you know, over the last years. And I realize like, no, no, he's a legend. Like, he's a college football legend, not oh, just for, you know, sure. for sure. So we got one question on here. They might have missed it. Um Clemson and Notre Dame, I think we picked Clemson, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Clemson yeah. in that one.
0: And then they may play in the playoffs. They, there may be a – there may be a, a
1: Round three, game. who
0: knows? Yeah, there's a scenario – well, it's kind of depleted now, but like where I had Florida beating Alabama and Clemson winning, and then you have a rematch of this week. But I don't think <laughs> that's going to happen now because of the shoe. But um, that was one of my worst, worst scenarios that I did. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Lucy, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Do you want to take a minute and uh, tell everybody, you know, maybe from my side that doesn't know exactly who you are, like what you got going on and where they can find you?
1: Yeah, so um, I just create sports content on my own. It's all on TikTok, um, at Lucy Sports Jokes, or I also post them all on Twitter as well. And so my Twitter is at Lucy underscore Rodine, R-O-H-D-E-N. I have a website that's just my name. And I also have a Patreon page where you can subscribe to get, you know, like special, you know, unseen content and stuff like that. You know, I just I just about sports. I tweet about Iowa and – and Jim Harbaugh and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I recommend everybody go check out all of Lucy's content. I mean, it's uh, it's it's entertaining, it's funny, but it's also informative. You know what I mean? It's not. There's there's a lot to it. Uh, she's got a great attitude, uh, you know. And uh, she, <laughs> if, maybe Scott Frost. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's subscribed yet or not. He might be on the fence at this point. But uh, but no, everybody we'll get everybody go <laughs> Hey, you, you never know. You never know. So, uh, so the show, everybody, you know, me, I'm Jeff check out Jeff needs sports, uh, check out, you know, off the ball you know, with the college rankings are coming out. I'll be doing a college, um, the playoff release, uh, pre, uh, review show this weekend, you know, got a lot of stuff going on this year. Everybody, um, you know, we want to thank Lucy for coming on and, um, you got, you guys are the best and, uh, be kind to each other and have a good week. Thanks Lucy.
1: Thank you so much.